TED Audio Collective. The first computer game I got my hands on came out of the box as a CD-ROM, Sim City 3000. That was back in 1999. Okay, I'm dating myself a little bit. But it was one of the first video games I ever loved. It allowed me to build an entire infrastructure of buildings and roads, and an entire world I'd shaped with my imagination as the only limit. My goodness, it was a thrill to create my own virtual world. Virtual world building has since evolved from SimCity to Second Life to Minecraft, all under the auspices of what we now call the metaverse. Though, as today's speaker will note, it's really the metaverses. I think I speak for many of us lay people when I say that getting lost in the functionality of the metaverse has been easy to do over the last few years. Shopping in the metaverse for digital clothing or housing for your avatar, hosting worship services where you appear as an avatar in a church pew, or attending concerts from the comfort of your bathtub, it can all seem pretty wacky. But make no mistake, the metaverses are functional. There are even communities emerging sped up by the COVID-19 pandemic that prove this technology can change the way we interact with each other online and off. Take, for example, the popular tech conference Afrotech, which quickly pivoted its San Francisco-based conference to a metaverse format due to COVID and had its 5,000 attendees create avatars, pop into lectures, attend a career fair, and even boogie down at an after party, all in the virtual world. I'm Sherelle Dorsey, and this is TED Tech. Today on the show, we'll hear from Agnes Larson, the game director of Minecraft, about the unexpected benefits that the metaverse can offer. Let's get into it. Support for TED Tech comes from Odoo. What is Odoo? Well, Odoo is an all-in-one management software with apps for every business need. Odoo has apps for CRM, accounting, sales, HR, inventory, manufacturing, and everything in between. And they're all-in-one, easy-to-use software. And the best part about Odoo? All Odoo apps are integrated, helping you get things done faster and more efficiently. So when you think about business, think Odoo. To learn more, visit odoo.com slash tedtech. That's O-D-O-O dot com slash tedtech. This show is brought to you by Schwab. You're here because you like to keep a pulse on trends in technology. Well, now you can invest in what's trending in artificial intelligence, big data, robotic revolution, and more with Schwab Investing Themes. It's an easy way to invest in ideas you believe in. Schwab's research process uncovers emerging trends. Then their technology curates relevant stocks into themes. Choose from over 40 themes. Buy all the stocks in a theme as is or customize to better fit your investing goals. All in a few clicks. Schwab Investing Themes is not intended to be investment advice or a recommendation of any stock or investment strategy. Learn more at schwab.com slash thematic investing. 
Canva presents unexplained appearances. It was an ordinary workday until... That presentation appeared out of thin air. Also, it's eerily on brand. Wait, did that agenda just write itself? Words appear, making this unexplainable case... Unexplainable? It's Canva's AI tools. I can generate slides and words in seconds. Really? The real mystery is why I'm only learning this now. Canva.com. Designed for work. Hey, listeners, before we kick off today's episode, I want to give a shout out to one of our favorite podcasts, Masters of Scale. Every week on Masters of Scale, Reid Hoffman, co-founder of LinkedIn, meets with some of the world's most successful entrepreneurs, discussing the strategies that got them to where they are. You'll hear from entrepreneurs like former Burberry CEO Angela Arendt, Imagine Entertainment's Ron Howard and Brian Grazer, Airbnb's Brian Chesky, and many other iconic founders. Be sure to search for Masters of Scale wherever you get your podcasts. There is this word that you might have heard a lot recently, like right now, (laughs) metaverse. It's suddenly a huge thing. And well, for for many people, it causes a lot of excitement. I think it also causes other feelings, like confusion and concern. And I think that's fair. And I've also felt confused. Metaverse is not really a new thing. Many massively multiplayer online games, for example, can be seen as metaverses. And... I've certainly also felt concerned, especially when people talk about the metaverse. That assumes that there's only one owner of the metaverse, and this owner would get far too much power and data. It also risks being exclusive. It might not be accessible for everyone, and we risk to introduce many of the inequities we see in the real world in the metaverse. This sounds pretty sad to me. So (laughs) then you might wonder, like, why am I here talking about the metaverse? That doesn't make sense. Well, the thing is, I'm not. I'm here to talk about metaverse cis and the vision of how they can provide a lot of delight to their communities and even make the real world a better place. And here we can learn a lot from games. So, what is even a metaverse? How do we create delightful, long-lasting metaverses? And how can metaverses make the real world a better place? And there are, of course, many answers to these questions. And I cannot give you the answer, but I can give you one answer. If instead of talking about the metaverse, we talked about thousands or millions of metaverses created by people from all around the world, it would be much more inclusive and less risk of toxic uses. To me, that sounds quite lovely. I know the power and beauty of this world because I have my own that's more than 10 years old. After many years of playing, developing, thinking, and even dreaming about Minecraft, I have gained some experience and learnings. Watching our community used the game in so many different ways, made me realize how powerful metaverses can be. So, I would love to, with these learnings, paint a different picture of what metaverses can be, if everyone could craft their own. And I hope it's a creative, fun, and inclusive picture. And Minecraft is one example of this. We give the players tools, an endless world, and an infinite amount of building blocks to have fun and tinker with. And with these 
the players can craft their own unique metaverses. The metaverses therefore belong to the players. They do not belong to us making the game. And like, ah, it's so fascinating because the players are so very, very creative with the metaverses. Some use them to be like big cities, castles, or like my five-year-old daughter's recent project, an underwater playground for fishes. <laughs> and some players are engineers and build like the most complex machines. It's very, very impressive. And some prefer to just have a lovely time with their friends. The possibilities are endless. And it's up to each player to set their own goals and decide if they want to create their own metaverse or join someone else's. And it's easier to be creative and connect with people when you have fun. Fun is important. And what's more fun than games? Within games, we've actually had metaverses for a really long time. Long-lasting games like World of Warcraft or Eve Online could be seen as metaverses. And this doesn't surprise me, because when we humans spend time together, we want to do it in a fun and joyful way. And this is true when we spend time together virtually, too. Fun means different things for different individuals. I mean, maybe not all of you want to build fish playgrounds, even though that clearly is very, very fun. <laughs> But this is another reason to why there should be many different metaverses. My dream is that there will be a huge and diverse set of metaverses. Having millions of metaverses with different strengths and focuses enables everyone to find virtual places they love, feel welcoming, and just can have so much fun in. We live in a time where almost everything seems to depend on statics, metrics, and diagrams. And we can for sure learn a lot from these. But I feel there is a risk we forget the pure human side. The things that excite us, the things that make us passionate. I don't think Tolkien used metrics and stats when he wrote Lord of the Rings. He crafted a universe based on passion, vision, and delighting his readers. And that's what metaverse developers should do, too. We should bring smiles to our players. We should develop features that give this, like, mm, excited, but find the stomach feeling. And I hope this is the case for anyone building metaverses. But I must confess, I am a bit worried that the main question people will ask when they build future metaverses will be, how can we profit from this? That's the wrong question. Instead, we should ask, how will our metaverses benefit the users? And of course, I know that money is important in this real world we live in. But the thing is, if players are super happy long term, that very likely also will lead to money. So everyone can be happy. We must focus on taking care of our communities instead of taking from our communities. And that goes hand-in-hand hand with player trust and thinking long-term. Because if you know that you, you can trust that your beloved metaverse will be around and be very much alive for a lifetime, you feel safe to spend all this time and all this love on it. As metaverse developers, we have a responsibility to keep people's memories and dreams safe. And there's one more thing. The virtual worlds can't reach their full potential on making the real world a better place if they don't represent and include everyone. Also, everyone deserves the joy 
and inspiration a lovely design metaverse can give. Therefore, the need to be metaverse is available and accessible for everyone. Each person that wants to, I will not force anyone, should be able to craft the metaverse of their dreams, independent of their situation in the real world. The in-metaverse economy should not mirror the inequities we see in the real world. And it's, like, it's much more delightful and inclusive if the resources in the metaverse are part of a fun and fair game system instead of a system introducing artificial scarcity. We also need a variety of metaverses, including ones that don't require expensive devices. So when we then have all these like, beautifully designed metaverses for everyone, I mean, on top of all the joy they will bring, we also get many more opportunities on making the real world a better place. And I have seen so many beautiful examples on when people do that with their metaverses. One that's very dear to me is the dad who created a Minecraft server to be a safe and welcoming place for his son and other children on the autism spectrum. This kind of community-created world is a great role model for future metaverses. It's a world that welcomes players that maybe don't always feel welcome in the real world. And it's a world that enables these players to express themselves in their own ways. Family members have witnessed how these amazing children use communication skills they learned in the metaverse in the real world. And metaverses can help charities reach new audiences and make it more fun and easy to participate in charity events. The World of Warcraft community, for example, raised more than $1 million to Doctors Without Borders to be able to make a difference in the global response to COVID-19. In metaverses, charities can meet people where they are. And metaverses can help us communicate in a common language, a language of play, creativity and fun. There is an organization called Games for Peace that uses games and their metaverses as a neutral playground to create dialogue, friendships and trust between young people in conflict zones. It wouldn't even be possible to bring these young people together if not for a metaverse they can meet in. And metaverses can help amplify voices. Kids in Kosovo use the metaverse to build their dream neighborhood area. By giving the kids millions of virtual building blocks and endless space to build and collaborate in, they could explore and visualize their ideas in a fun and accessible way. Young people aren't typically involved in planning spaces, but this time it was the kids who were the experts. Just imagine all the joy, confidence and creative ideas that leads to And the, the very lovely thing here is that their vision was built in the real world. Their ideas from the metaverse became a safe and open meeting area in their neighborhood. <laughs> One of the kids summarized the, the joy and, and confidence this brought in such a lovely way when she said, being heard and listened to is one of the best feelings you can feel. Anytime we can include new voices in processes where they have typically been left out, we shift dynamics, which ultimately builds a better world. If we, in the future, have even more metaverses on different platforms, beautiful examples like these ones can happen even more. 
I hope and believe that these learnings from the game industry and from the metaverses the communities created truly can help us all make better metaverses in the future. A challenge for all of us that will design and build metaverses is to ensure that we use them for creativity, fun, inclusivity, and ultimately to build a better real world. Thank you so much. Hi, I'm Ben. I suffer from a condition called writer's block. It strikes when I'm at work. That's why I choose Canva Magic Write. It works fast, generating texts in seconds, thanks to AI. Common side effects include increased productivity, compliments from coworkers, feelings of satisfaction. Now I can say bye-bye to writer's block. Ask your boss if Canva Magic Write is right for you at canva.com, designed for work. This podcast is supported by Tools and Weapons, the podcast hosted by Microsoft Vice Chair and President Brad Smith. Each episode features insight you won't find anywhere else from the center of the conversation surrounding emerging technologies like AI. Right now on the podcast, you can hear a special episode where Brad Smith lays out Microsoft's vision for a vibrant marketplace driving the new AI economy. To hear more, follow or subscribe to Tools and Weapons with Brad Smith wherever you get your podcasts. Are the metaverses an opportunity to reimagine the world and society from scratch? Compared to other metaverse enthusiasts I've come across in the last few years, Larson does not avoid the fact that some of the social ills in real life can migrate into any metaverse. Things like racism and homophobia and other ways in which people have traditionally been harassed or bullied. Larson suggests that the metaverse can be a place that transcends the limitations of the existing world, where artificial scarcity is never introduced and beauty and justice reign supreme. I love this take, as it extends small movements in developers and platforms' goals to make digital spaces safer. A few years ago, I was invited by a major social media company, along with other high-profile Black women with big platforms online, to address the ways in which the company could work to protect Black women from online harassment. We talked about trolls, the inadequacy of existing tools to combat them, and what would be most helpful for reporting accounts protecting privacy and blocking bots. A safer metaverse could also mean a longer-lasting metaverse, as Larson points out, that prioritizes user trust, deeper relationships with products and other users, and opportunities for both creators and users to create new streams of commerce as platforms find new ways to monetize. Thanks to Larson for re-envisioning the future of the metaverse in a way that is safe, inclusive, and fun. TED Tech is part of the TED Audio Collective. This episode was produced by Isabel Carter, who also wrote it with me, Sherelle Dorsey. Our editor is Jimmy Gutierrez. And the show is fact-checked by Danny Brower. Special thanks to Farah DeGrunge for her support as a project manager. I'm Sherelle Dorsey. Let's keep digging into the future. Join me next week for more. You're growing a business and you can't afford to slow down. 
If anything, you could probably use a few more hours in the day. That's why the most successful growing businesses are working together in Slack. Slack is where work happens, with all your people, data, and information in one AI-powered place. Start a call instantly in huddles and ditch cumbersome calendar invites. Or build an automation with Workflow Builder to take routine tasks off your plate, no coding required. Grow your business in Slack. Visit slack.com to get started.